What would happen if you allowed yourself to fully partner with God? I'm Jessica, wife, mom, and business coach. After years of building an empire and coaching hundreds of women, I decided to stop separating my faith and my business so I could become a kingdom builder. A kingdom builder is a woman who wants to build herself up in faith so she can grow her business, increase her influence, and multiply her wealth. All for God's kingdom. Listas? Let's go. so much for tuning into this episode about what a kingdom builder is who is she what is this how did this come about and i'm so grateful uh that god really just gave me this unique name um i had been praying about it for months and i had been trying to come up with something unique i had been looking for all the synonyms all the antonyms all of the different translations if you've ever named something important uh, you guys understand the importance of a name and literally how difficult it is until it finally clicks. I was laying in bed with my son, Mateo, who was under the weather, and I was literally just going over the name. And I said, okay, this woman just, she has to build herself up. She's a kingdom builder. And I was like, hold on, she's a kingdom builder. Even though it's spelled kingdom build her, she's a kingdom builder, right? And so I wanted to go over in this episode, what does it mean to be a kingdom builder? Who is she? What does she do? And how did this whole thing come about? Because it obviously is something that is new to me. So I'm still navigating the language and the messaging around it. And I'm really grateful that you guys are here with me through this process because eventually it's going to just flow. For right now, I'm still working through the language and the words. And every single time I hit record or every single time I share something, I just pray that God just speaks through me, that I'm just the vessel, that we want to be the experts and we want to be the professionals and the ones that know it all. But you guys, in faith and in business, you always have to take messy action. And I promise you that God will just take the wheel when he is in it and he'll correct you and he'll guide you. And so that's why we're here in this podcast. Let's get back to what a kingdom builder is. Once I had this word, okay, this this name, of course, I looked it up on GoDaddy the domain was available, uh, Instagram handle available, podcast available, Gmail account confirmed all of that. I went to my lawyer the next day and started the process of trademarking it. And so here we are. So next after that, I was like, okay, I want to be able to solidify this with a Bible verse and something that I'm able to build this community on top of. So, so I started to pray for a Bible verse. And of course, I thought of Matthew 6, 33, which I've heard of and I love and I stand by and I've mentioned before, right? Which is to first seek the kingdom and everything else will be given to you. However, I didn't want it to be focused on that. I was like, no, this is for a woman who wants to build something and also build herself up. Like we're just in the process of trying to build who we are as women, as moms, as business owners, as wives, and just as community builders, but we also want to build God's kingdom and we want to do both at the same time, if that's possible. That's literally my prayer. And it was so interesting how once I started really describing this woman, describing you, describing me, God really presented me with this Bible verse that is Jude 1.20. You guys, I didn't even know the book of Jude existed until 
uh, this came up and I honestly can't even remember how it came up and that's how I know that the Lord was really just pointing me in that direction because I didn't even know this book existed. So the book of Judah is one chapter. It's the book right before Revelation, so it's all the way in the back. And when I was reading this, I found Jude one twenty. So this is from the Amplified Version. I'll read it out first, and then I'll go back and break it down, okay? But you, beloved, build yourself up on the foundation of your most holy faith. Continually progress, rise like an edifice, higher and higher, pray in the Holy Spirit. I love when... Bible verses always start off with, but God, like we've seen that, but God, comma, and it's usually an indication that God steps in and change the trajectory of the story. He'll change the timeline. He'll change the story. He'll, he'll radically intervene. And I love when I see, but God, but then I also love when I see Bible verses that start off with, but you, but you, Jessica, but you, right? Insert your name. And it just feels so personal. It feels so exclusive. It feels so VIP. It feels separate. It feels like a direct call. And I know that Kingdom Builders love exclusivity. Uh, I know that we love to be known, that we know that we are separate. So it just feels so personal when we're like, hey, but you, beloved. Beloved, again, just meaning intimacy and personal. But you, beloved, build yourselves up on faith. It doesn't say let the church build you up it doesn't say you know who's your leader it doesn't say that it says builds your build yourself up and i pulled up all the different versions of it and all of them still say build yourself up as believers as women of faith we have to take ownership for our faith okay we can't just drop it off at the gym kind of like our body we can't drop off our body at the gym no and like expect to pick it up later on and you know have it have a six-pack we have to build our faith the same way that we, you know, do all of the same discipline factors and habits and routine, all of the work that it really takes to not only build a healthy lifestyle, right, but also to build a relationship like we do with our spouses or with our significant others. That's really what it is to have a relationship with God. And that's really the the difference between being a religious woman and being a woman of faith and a kingdom builder. Okay, so let's get right into five things that make a woman a kingdom builder, a true kingdom builder. How can we stop separating our faith and our business? How can we stop separating our faith and our parenting, our marriage? Like we're just, there's this gap where we're not inviting God into our businesses, our relationships, our marriage, our parenting, our homes. Sometimes it's not even on purpose. It's not like you don't want God in those areas. You just maybe haven't properly invited him or you haven't implemented these next couple things that I'm going to share with you. So the first step in really building yourself up in faith and really bridging that gap between where you are right now in your life and where you really see your relationship with Christ being is to first of all invite Christ into all of the areas of your life that you maybe haven't fully gone in on. Maybe you're holding back and we know that God is everywhere, that he's omnipresent, but he's also still a gentleman where we need to open the door and say, come in. So some of those areas for you might include your actual life, some areas of sin, some secret, some bondage, some trauma, marriage, business, your finances, your relationships, your parenting, like all of those things, you guys, we have to just actively right now, wherever you are, you can literally say, God, I invite you into the most important and intimate areas of my life. 
I ask that you just reveal to me an area where maybe I haven't fully surrendered it to you or given it to you, but I invite you right now into that area. And I ask that we just partner, that you do whatever it is through me in that area that you want, that you heal it, that you rebuild it, that you reconstruct it, that you lead it, and that you just allow me to be a vessel in that area so that you can use it for your kingdom. That was a quick prayer, actually, that just came. So that was for somebody. Um, Amen. So thank you. Step number two is that she uses the Bible, okay? She reads her Bible. The Bible, you guys, is a playbook. It's the ultimate personal development book. It's something that I struggled with implementing in my life for so many years as a believer because I just had so many questions. I'm a debater. I like debatable topics, okay? You know, I had so many questions and I was like, how is it possible that this book, throughout all different periods of time from all these different languages, ended up into like one book that we can hold right now? Maybe there's things that are missing. It doesn't include women enough in it. That's based on interpretation. Like it just didn't feel like a solid book. And I've shared before where I went through a really difficult season of anxiety, of just really struggling to know what was real uh, fear and really struggling with being able to trust myself. And that was really where the only thing I could hold on to was God's word and stand on him and on his promises. I opened up a Bible. I learned how to read it. I learned how to implement and I learned how to let God speak to me through that Bible. So if you don't have a Bible right now, I'm going to link it right now in the show notes. Uh, The Bible that I recommend that I'm currently reading and that has been such a blessing to me. Favorite ways to really find the different topics because it, it talks about everything. Everything, everything under the sun. There's nothing new to God, you guys. One of my favorite ways to navigate it is to look up a specific topic and to look it up in the back. You'll see all the different topics back there. It'll give you Bible verses. And once I pull up the Bible verse, I pull up the context. I'll read the story. I'll see where it takes place. And then if it leads me to any other Bible verses there, I'll follow those. You know, before I open my Bible, I always say, Lord, speak to me through your word. And what what do you want to say to me? I also make daily time to read the Bible because... It is something that's so intimate that, again, nobody can do for me. And so I actually created a really private space in my closet. This was on my uh, vision board for 2022. And it was to just have a, a really private corner in my room where I can have intimate conversations with God, where he could really speak to me, where I could pray. And I feel like some of my best ideas, my best clarity, my best breakthroughs have really gone down in my closet. So I highly recommend that to anybody as well. Just creating like a strategy space for business meetings, for healing, for talking, where you know that you have a meeting with God to read his word, to pray. He'll meet you there. I promise you. The next step is to pray about everything. So prayer is kingdom language. It's something that we... I think a lot of women feel unsure of. They don't know if God hears them. They don't know if their prayers are correct. All I can say is the more that you do it, the better it gets and the more sharp they are. your prayers are, the more specific they are, the more bold they are. So pray about everything, all of the small things, all of the big things, anything from a parking spot to your life partner to your investments, praying for discipline, praying for strength, praying for guidance, praying for God's will over your life because prayer is is a secret sauce. It's the weapon. It's the thing that we have over all competition, over our enemies, over non-believers. It's that unfair advantage is using kingdom language, really. And when in doubt, if there really is something that you just don't have the answer to, you don't have clarity on, you don't know what to do next, it's something that you really just pray about. 
God, give me a clear answer on this. Confirm it. Okay, here's actually, okay, I'll give you a quick strategy on this. Whenever I'm praying about something that I just really want clarity on, I ask God, please confirm this. Show me that this is the right way. Keep guiding me. Confirm it. Or I'll ask God to cancel it. If what I'm doing isn't your will, if this isn't the next step, just straight up close the door, cancel it, and I don't want it, you know, redirect me. Or the third one is to correct it. So sometimes it might not be that you're not doing it the right way. It might not be that it's not his will. It's just that there's something missing or maybe you're trying to do it in your own will or maybe you're missing a strategy, a person, a puzzle piece. And so I'll ask God to just correct it. I could do a whole episode on prayer, you guys, and just the prayer strategy that it takes to really build anything, anything that you're doing. Okay, so step number four is to remember that we are building for Christ's economy. We, of course, are here for all of the earthly uh, things. All of We have earthly dreams, earthly desires, and I'm here for all of it. But we will also keep in mind that we're not from here. We're not from this earth, and we can't take anything with us when we die right and so what do we really care about and what are we really building here it instead of just like an earthly economy we want to think about christ's economy kingdom economy and remembering that all of the seeds that we plant here they are also planted in heaven and the fruit that we show here uh, you know it's also shown in heaven and knowing that you know we just want to be good stewards of everything that god gives us and when i say being a good steward that means you know, being a good manager of everything that God gives us. It could be financial, managing his money, his properties, the investment, all of those things, managing that well, giving the 10%, the first fruit. Can't wait to dive deeper into this and how it's changed my life. But the first kingdom principle of being a good steward is giving God the first 10%. 10% of whatever it is that you make is God's. So Kingdom Builder understands kingdom economy. We want to be a good steward of the resources that he gives us, such as time, the most valuable resource, right? We want to be a good steward of that. We want to be a good steward of our talents, of opportunities, of our gifts. And we want to be like that parable of the talents, right? When he comes back, we want to be able to say that we were able to multiply what he gave us. And again, it's not just money. It's gifts, it's talents, it's opportunities. We want to be able to say, you gave me 10 and here's 20. You gave me one, here's five. And it's just remembering that we don't want to take those talents and be like the third, you know, servant that's mentioned in the star- in the story where he just buries it. He hides it. He doesn't do anything with it because he didn't understand the characteristics of God and what he wanted him to do with it. Uh, more about this again later, but really just understanding that in order to be a kingdom builder, we have to think about Christ's economy and know that we're not just building something here for the, the short run. We're after the long the long haul. We care about people's eternities. We care, we care about people's families. We care about their healing, their generational curses. We're, we care about all of those things. And we know that our words are seeds. A kingdom builder isn't just building a worldly economy we're also building Christ's economy okay next is that a kingdom builder has god-sized goals and visions for her life for her for her marriage for her children for the people around her and we're not afraid to talk about these goals because they're so big that we know there's no way that we could ever complete those or make those come to fruition without god and so whenever you have a big dream a big vision a big goal don't let it scare you. God gave it to you for a reason and 
if you partner with him, if you invite him into those areas, if you read your Bible, if you pray about it, if you build for Christ's economy, visions and dreams aren't limited by what we can do. They're based on what God can do through us. Whenever you get a big idea or a vision or a goal, or you just, you see a potential for something, you see something that you want to build and you start to think of all the reasons why you can't, I want you to remember as a kingdom builder of all the reasons why God can and he just needs our willingness. And so that's why we have these big goals because we're willing and we know that God can do more through us than what we can do for ourselves. And so not limiting God based on what we see, based on God has done before and what he's going to continue to do. Next step is that a kingdom builder, and this is the final one, is that she shows up in spite of fear. Okay, we know that there's an enemy out there that's against us, that's out to steal, destroy, and kill. And yet, we show up in spite of fear. We know that Jesus has already gone before us and prepared the way that he's seated at the throne as a winner, as a conqueror, and so are we. We just have to remember that the battle's already won. So yes, there's lots of things to be scared of. There's lots of crazy things happening in the world. There's lots of uncertainty, entrepreneurship, investing, finances, going after the next position at your job. All of those things are uncertain and there's fear around it. But a kingdom builder keeps moving in spite of fear because she knows that God has already prepared a way for her. She knows who she is in Christ. She knows that she can stand confidently in his word and his promises. She knows that God already prepared a seat at the table for her. And she knows that God already made a way when there was no way. So yeah, the name is cute. The concept is cute. We could see it on a t-shirt. We could see it on a mug. We could say kingdom builder. Oh, I saw that thing. It's so cute. It was such a good name. No, a kingdom builder is a woman who is actively pursuing God in everything that she does. And she anything that she builds or is rebuilding, she wants to build it on a firm foundation because you guys, when the storms come, and they will, in business, in life, in marriage, we want to know that we have a firm foundation and it's really starting with these things, okay? With really owning our faith, with being able to use our Bible as a weapon, with being able to pray, being able to build for Christ's economy, being able to show up in spite of fear and knowing that God is giving us these visions and goals and that he's going to do his will through us. I want to close this off with the Jude 120 verse one more time and just remember that you, beloved, build yourselves up on faith continually progress, rise like an edifice higher and higher and pray in the Holy Spirit. All of the other things like Matthew 6, the empire that we're trying to build, the growth in our business, the growth in our family, the increase of our influence, multiplying, you know, God's wealth, all of those things will come when we first seek God and build ourselves up in faith. I hope that this message blessed you and I hope you have a great day. Tell them who you are if you're living in the movement, you want to praise God. This is how we do it. It's my God. It's my God. It's my God. Thank you so much for listening. Please subscribe and leave a five-star rating and review. Click the link in the show notes to join our Kingdom Builder community app, where you'll get access to free monthly devotionals and additional resources around faith, business, and wealth. This podcast is sponsored by Kingdom Builder.